Hello, and welcome to Preventative Maintenance for the Win. This is episode 44 of the American Dry Cleaner podcast. I'm your host, Dave Davis, editor of American Dry Cleaner magazine. Taking care of the machines and equipment that power your business is something that should be a priority for dry cleaners, but preventative maintenance often gets lost in the shuffle. But by making it a habit, a good PM routine can not only save money, but help you avoid dreaded downtime. Joining us today for our discussion on preventive maintenance is Jerry Moore, president of Moore Services, located in Cleveland, Ohio. Hi, Jerry. Thanks for being our guest today on the American Dry Cleaner podcast. Uh, It's a pleasure to be here, and I appreciate the opportunity. So to get us started, what is the value of performing regular preventive maintenance? And on the other side, what are some of the consequences of bad PM habits? So this is kind of an easy one, and I'll just give you an example. So in most uh, dry cleaning operations uh, and, and laundries and that kind of thing, there are uh, machines all over the place, obviously. And uh, with more of the modern machines, we're seeing this more and more often. There will be a, a computer or a processor on a washing machine or a dry cleaning machine or even on some pressing machines. And they'll have a little tiny air intake device. And it's a little square, uh, maybe five inches of a little square fan that's pulling into the machine. Mm -hmm. We see this constantly. And if you take a minute and you walk through your dry cleaning operation, you'll probably notice one of these pretty quickly. It's a little tiny fan filter that costs about 29 cents if you buy them right. Most of the leading manufacturers use this same little filter. So as you walk through your store and you look around, uh, you will see these all over the place. And more often than not, they're plugged with lint. What those little 29 cent filters are typically protecting is usually um, uh, a computer or more often than not, an inverter drive. Inverter drives are a um, piece of technology that tells a motor how to run, that tells a motor to slow down, to speed up, to spin, to go fast and basically controls your washing machine, your dry cleaning machine. We found them on garment conveyors now. Uh, So those are protected by this little 29 cent fan screen. And um, one of the more common service calls that we deal with every week is uh, that little inverter overheats and burns up and fries itself. And uh, ultimately they have to be replaced. So what can neglecting this 29 cent filter mean for the dry cleaner? There's a lot of expenses go that go into a failure like that, that, that you might not even even considered today with supply chain issues. Uh, a lot of these inverters or computers just simply aren't available. The manufacturers out of them, uh, we're getting manufacturers that will say, we don't know when we're going to have them. So there's the cost of the device itself. I mean, they can be three, four, $5,000. Uh, there's the, shipping involved because when you find out that you need this inverter to make your shirt washer run or your dry cleaning machine run, you're going to want it tomorrow. (laughs) There's a possibility that the manufacturer doesn't make it or offer it or even have it or know when they're going to get it. There's the freight costs involved in that. And, um, but the, the biggest expense that I see that again is all caused by the fact that this 29 cent air filter that takes less than a minute of labor to clean got ignored the biggest expense that I see is the cost of downtime because with the supply chain issues being what they are, you could be down for a week pre COVID. You might've been down for a day. Things have changed and uh, prices have changed. 
the cost of these things have just gone through the roof. But the biggest expense to me is the downtime involved to your operation. So uh, simply put, you want to save money? Preventive maintenance. That's a great way to start. Clean the fan filter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like a good return on investment. So given that it's that important, what are some preventive maintenance activities that cleaners commonly ignore, but they really shouldn't? There's a lot of them. And I I didn't even, you know, I could have pulled my service guys and they'd had 18 different answers. (laughs) Um, I tried to kind of condense them down to the, um, as simply as I could. Mm -hmm. Boilers uh, in most cleaning operations seem to get a fair amount of attention from seasoned store owners people who've been in the business for a while or second or third generation, they know the importance of that part of their plant and uh, they, they know what attention to pay to it. it. It's the heart of the plant. So, and most people know how their heart is doing. Uh, uh, conversely, uh, new store owners uh, seem to ignore the machine in that uh, behind that closed door in the back of their store uh, makes a lot of noise and it's dark and it's scary in there and, and you know, it's out of sight and it's out of mind. So to answer your question, that goes both ways. Either boilers are, have get a lot of attention or they get absolutely none. And that generates a lot of, uh, that generates a lot of problems after that dry cleaning machines. They're, they're a huge investment, uh, comparative to most of the other equipment in the store. And, and often they get a lot of attention. Typically, when you you buy a dry cleaning machine, uh, either the manufacturer or the manufacturer's rep or the factory or the mechanic that put it in, they'll go over with you what you need to do in order to produce the project, the product that you're producing. And most dry cleaning operations pay a lot of attention to the dry cleaning machine. But meanwhile, uh, washer extractors, the washers in the laundry, they tend to get pretty neglected. Uh-huh. That's a machine that gets run nonstop every day. Uh, these days, it seems like laundry machines get a lot more use than they used to compared to the dry cleaning machines. And, and they tend to get ignored for the most part. People forget to grease the bearings, they, uh, uh, which leads to bearing failures. And, and you can over-grease them, by the way. Uh, a lot of times the belts get ignored. Uh, things on those machines, just they, they run until they break. And most operations seem more reactive to maintaining them than proactive. One of the fast ways you can tell is to take the back off the machine and see if there's a, a, a belt dust monster growing back behind it from where the belts have ground up and just been ignored because, you know, hey, it still runs, right? So we're going to do one more load and I'll look at it next week. So uh, that's a pretty common one. I mentioned air filters and inverter drives, which are everywhere. Uh, You'll be surprised at how many of them are are actually in most stores. Those frequently get overlooked. Steam leaks, uh, that's kind of a given. We see them all over the place. The the thing with steam leaks and that, again, without preventative maintenance, small problems turn into big problems, and and big problems turn into big expenses. And the last one I jotted down... um, and again, there's there's a million of them. These are the high points. Mm-hmm. To us, we see uh, a lot of uh, shirt machines, uh, specifically shirt machines, and even now and again, uh, dry cleaning presses. The padding gets neglected just because it's a part of the machine that you know people don't worry about it until it's absolutely wasted. That's one to pay attention to because ultimately, you know, people will go out and invest fifty or sixty thousand dollars on a new shirt machine and talk about what a great job it does. But when the padding wears out, which costs a fraction of that machine, it 
puts you right back where you were before you replaced the machine. So uh, padding is a, a big issue. And that's that's something that most owner operators are, are kind of aware of, but they tend to let go. And we touched on this a little, but what are some common wear items that need to be replaced regularly or areas that will get a dry cleaner into trouble if neglected? Padding's a big one. Air filters on on all the machines out there that, uh, you know, if it breathes, you want to make sure that filter is cleaned out or at least pay attention on it, to it on occasion. Um, and, and when I say pay attention to it, that's where preventive maintenance comes in. If you list out the machinery that you've got and you know to do a walkthrough in your store every week or so or every other week or every couple of weeks, you're going to wind up saving yourself money overall. This, uh, the machinery that uh, our industry uses is incredibly reliable and works really, really well, but you still got to pay a little attention to it every now and again. With a good PM program or really just uh, uh, the ability to, to listen to how your store is running uh, and, and watching for changes in terms of how things run goes a long way. So Jerry, there's a lot cleaners can do on their own, but are there some areas where a cleaner should leave the maintenance to professionals? That's a good question. The answer to that is your background skills. I mean, skills are, the skill level is everything. I'll give you an example. I've got a customer in, and I won't mention his name, but he's in rural Indiana. And if he listens to this, he'll know I'm talking about him. <laughs> this guy has been at it forever. And, uh, uh, his skill level is on par or above mine. Uh, we can describe to him what to do and he will march right through every step of the process. This is, uh, a, an owner operator who probably would think twice about doing a main bearing job on a washing machine, which, which to us is a relatively complicated process. Mm -hmm. Uh, but he might just do it himself. Uh, conversely, I have customers that, and I'll be polite you know, we'll talk to them and they can tell us sometimes what brand the machine is and they may be able to tell us what color it is. <laughs> but beyond that, it's going to be hard to get a, a model and serial number out of them. So for us uh, as a service company, uh, qualifying a customer is everything. Um, when you know who you're dealing with and you know what you can share with them and you know, you know, you can tell them how to build a building over the phone and they'll get it right. That's a great way to be able to, to offer some kind of a preventative maintenance program or, or that kind of thing. With uh, a store owner that can't tell you what color the machine in the back is, just one of the pressers said it's broke and I need you to fix it over the phone, that gets tough. <laughs> and, and we're confronted with those calls pretty much on a daily basis. So um, for my service guys, as well as my service department and, and um, uh, everyone here, we're always qualifying the customer with regard to what we think they can handle. So we've talked about what a leader should be doing in a PM routine, but describe the role of a dry cleaning plant staff in preventative maintenance. What should they be doing on a regular basis to help keep things running smoothly? Years ago, when I was in the dry cleaning business, uh, I was a store operator uh, in my youth, I'll just say. Uh, we had a rule in uh, our production facility that uh, that basically was uh, uh, the idea was that every workstation be uh, cleaned at the end of the shift. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's kind of a, that's a simplistic thing, but I, I like that rule because it, it kind of gained, it kind of gave ownership of that workstation, the pressing area or the dry cleaning area, 
or spotting area, if you will, um, it kind of gave that person uh, responsibility and accountability. And um, I found that people that are accountable to their work area oftentimes are a little more uh, aware of how their machine runs. And, and usually those kind of folks will tell you, by the way, this isn't working right, or my iron's leaking or whatever. And it gives the, the manager at least an idea of what's going on but I think the trick is to create accountability with your employees that this is their machine and it's their responsibility to inform you if it's not running as it should be. Mm. And again, that that's, that's painting with a and broad strokes, but it, it's a good goal to have for your, your crew. And in turn, when you're reactive with regard to their concerns, um, you know, that's going to build upon itself with your relationship with your employee and, and your relationship with your machinery. What's the role of a manufacturer when it comes to preventive maintenance? Can you describe the training or recommendations available that might help a dry cleaner in this area? Every manual has some form of instructions in it. And uh, if you didn't get that with the manual, you ought to get that from the person you purchased the machinery from. If the machinery has been around since forever, oftentimes this information is out there and available. It might involve a phone call to the manufacturer. And most of the time, the manufacturers are relatively forthcoming with ways to allow you to make their machinery run right. The sad part is uh, a lot of operations don't even know where their manual is, uh, much less what's in it. So, you know, it's critical that you have a, an idea of how this press is supposed to run, but there's this little section in the back of the book. And if you look at it, it'll tell you, you know, when to grease it, when to look at it, when to, when to change the pads, uh, how many shirts to process before changing the pads, uh, heck, some machines even have a, a little light that flashes on the processor saying, hey, you're due to change pads on this thing. <laughs> so right. where the, the manufacturer's responsibility is, you know, they're trying to point you in the right direction. I guess if there's an upside, it keeps people like me busy. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the, the information's all there and it's, it's seldom expensive. Few factories these days uh, actually offer factory training anymore. Uh, because of the expense and more importantly, the liabilities involved. Uh, once upon a time, there used to be boiler training classes you could sign up and go for. And most of the manufacturers no longer offer that. Some service companies do offer those classes. What I would suggest to dry cleaners is um, make use of all the free advice you can get. Uh, some manufacturers, uh, uh, Unipress, uh, I think Sankosha, uh, they have reps who will make an appearance in your store, especially if you're an active customer. Um, some of you can request have come out. Uh, they'll offer you great advice and insight on uh, padding and maintenance. Some of those manufacturers actually have some decent maintenance tips on their websites with uh, YouTube being what it is and how a lot, of, a lot of manufacturers will just post straight to their site or jump on YouTube. Uh, and, and there's some good stuff there. I mean, you have to... You have to kind of qualify who posted it and, you know, their professionalism and, and you know, or are they just trying to sell something? But um, there is some good stuff out there. So, Jerry, what are some steps a cleaner can take to train themselves or their staff to do regular preventative maintenance? Again, there's lots of free advice out there uh, to start with. Um, but what I would suggest is, you know, do a walk through your store and listen to it. Uh, without, you know, the phone ringing or text messages coming in and that kind of thing. Take five minutes and do a walkthrough 
and listen to what the store is trying to tell you. I mean, if there's steam leaks and air leaks and you can't hear over them, you want to investigate that first and uh, keep your manuals handy and, and organized. Mm-hmm. If you don't have them, get them. But, uh, you know, it's small steps and most of it is in, uh, you know, it starts off with investigation. I, I can also throw out to you that this is a, this is a super important pro tip. It's a little off track, but bear with me. Anytime you have a mechanic in the store, you don't want to crowd him or her, uh, but watch what they do and how they do it or uh, appoint an employee to do the same. Um, tell them you want to learn. You want to be smart about it. Okay. Offer to buy the, buy the guy a cold drink or uh, make sure he's got enough light or, or more importantly, make sure he's working in an area that's relatively clean. Okay. Sweep around where he's trying to work at and, and see if you can help him out. Um, because what's going to happen is if you make the person a friend, they'll show you everything. Uh, you know, we love doing service, but it wears thin on all of us. And, and if you show, uh, you show that you, you've got initiative and, and this is something you want to learn how to do, um, most of us will take the time and explain it to you. So besides following the mechanic at a respectful distance, uh, what other advice would you have for owners who aren't particularly mechanically minded, but know they need to perform PM, even if they don't really like getting their hands dirty? That's a great question. So what I would do is get, get your mechanic or your service provider to, to put a program together for you. Have them you know, give you some rough guidelines in terms of what you can do to prevent from having to call them. Because... Look, I love going into dry cleaners, but more often than not, if you see one of me or one of my people in your store, you probably have a problem. So, and it's not because we're there, we're there to fix it, hopefully. A lot of times um, you can find a, uh, I hate to call them handymen, it's an old term, but a handyman with with righty-tighty, lefty-loosey skill levels <laughs> can really become an asset to your business. With a little bit of uh, uh, initial guidance, some of those people can can really help you out. They they don't have to come in and be an expert, but like with some basic skills, they can really get you out of trouble. And and with some good coaching over the phone or online, uh, uh, we use FaceTime and and a variety of other services to help get those things done. You can get away with, as a, as a store owner, you can get away with having somebody that just has mechanical skills, and you know they might not get the machine running perfectly but they might get you back up and running until somebody else can get there. You don't necessarily have to have a real mechanic to get to keep your store running or to do preventative maintenance, but someone with basic skills that knows the business end of a wrench can really, really help you out. And Jerry, for our final spin question, what one idea would you like our audience to take away with them today when it comes to preventative maintenance? Uh, I I like the final spin question. Uh, uh, That's pretty good. So I thought about this and, and the easy answer is uh, it's an old quote. Uh, everybody's heard it. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And, and I will admit this was called from the internet. That saying uh, supposedly was come up with by uh, Ben Franklin. He coined this timeless phrase in 1736 in order to remind the citizens of Philadelphia to remain vigilant about fire awareness and prevention. Uh, it, I find it interesting that that Ben Franklin was talking about fires, uh, which I hate even thinking about in our industry, having worked through several of them with clients, and we really didn't talk about PMs preventing those. 
I would update Ben's thought by offering um, that you know, it's better to stop something bad from happening than it is to uh, have to deal with it after it's happened. So um, my advice would be don't let a 29 cent air filter cost you $4,500 for an inverter drive. <laughs> That's good advice. That's just good <laughs> advice right there. <laughs> so Jerry, that was a lot of good advice, a lot of food for thought about preventative maintenance. Uh, we really appreciate your time today. Well, I hope it helps and it's been a pleasure to be here. And thanks for this opportunity. Our guest today has been Jerry Moore, president of Moore Services, located in Cleveland, Ohio. The American Dry Cleaner podcast is produced by American Trade Magazines, LLC, Chicago. Music for this podcast, Brand New Day, is by Alivero Angeloro and provided by Hooksounds.com. Our podcasts are available for free at our website, AmericanDryCleaner.com, and you can check out our weekly e-newsletter, The Wire, to learn more about future episodes. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter to stay informed about the podcast, along with news and information from around the industry. For the American Dry Cleaner Podcast, this is Dave Davis, and I'll see you at the front counter again soon.